Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Friday, April 21st, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have California jury deliberating the first Tesla autopilot crash case, the FTC looking at updating its green guides, more trouble for Fox, large magazine bans, and a vape case. Let's make sure we are aware the white zone is for immediate loading and unloading of passengers only. There is no stopping in the red zone, and there is no stopping. Today's legal news. A California state court jury is deliberating in what appears to be the first trial related to a crash involving Tesla's autopilot, partially automated driving software. Justine Sue, a resident of Los Angeles, sued Tesla in 2020, alleging defects in the design of autopilot and the airbag and seeking more than $3 million in damages for the alleged defects and other claims. Tesla denies liability for the 2019 accident, stating that Sue used autopilot on city streets despite the company's user manual warning against doing so. The trial, which has unfolded in Los Angeles Superior Court over the last three weeks, has featured testimony from three Tesla engineers. The verdict could offer an important sign of the risk facing Tesla as it tests and rolls out its autopilot and more advanced, quote, full self-driving system. While the trial's outcome will not be legally binding in other cases, it is considered a test case because it would serve as a bellwether to help Tesla and other plaintiffs' lawyers hone their strategies. Tesla is also under investigation by the U.S. Justice Department and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration over its claims about self-driving capabilities and the safety of the technology, respectively. The Federal Trade Commission is considering updating its Green Guides, a set of guidelines established in 1992 to help businesses avoid making deceptive environmental marketing claims, with an overhaul having the potential to significantly impact the marketing strategies of companies. The Green Guides are intended to be instructive rather than punitive. However, their influence has spread over the past three decades, with Maine, Minnesota, New York, and Rhode Island using them to define their own laws against fraudulent consumer marketing. The FTC has the authority to take action against companies making deceptive environmental claims and can also issue guidance on whether there should be new mandatory rules rather than just advisory guidelines. Environmental groups, industries, and individuals have all submitted comments since the FTC started the process of updating the guides in December last year. The FTC is hosting a public workshop in May on the subject of what can be called recyclable. The revisions to the Green Guides are expected to give environmental activists and consumers fresh ammunition to bring challenges and lawsuits. Fox Corp and Rupert Murdoch, along with his son Lachlan and former U.S. House Speaker Paul Ryan, are facing a new lawsuit in Delaware's Chancery Court. This comes just two days after Fox announced it would pay $787.5 million to end a defamation case over lies it broadcast about the 2020 election. The circumstances suggest that the suit blames the company's leaders for steering it into legal disaster. The proposed class action is the first court case seeking to hold Fox accountable since the Dominion settlement was announced, but it appears to echo a shareholder derivative suit filed April 11th, just as the defamation trial was getting underway. The earlier complaint focused at length on blockbuster revelations that emerged from the Fox Dominion case in February. Fox still faces a parallel defamation case brought by Smartmatic USA Corp. Both Dominion and Smartmatic have also sued Newsmax Media Inc., the ongoing cases seek billions in damages, and Dominion recently said it has been, quote, under siege from threats since the network's devoted airtime to slandering it. A federal court in the District of Columbia has ruled that the district's large-capacity magazine ban is constitutional, following a preliminary constitutional challenge by gun owners. The ruling by Judge Rudolph Contreras of the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia found that large-capacity magazines present, quote, unprecedented societal concerns and are subject to, quote, dramatic technological changes that warrant a public safety response. Although the plaintiffs argued that large-capacity magazines are arms within the meaning of the Second Amendment, the court found that they are not protected by the constitutional provision because they are not used for self-defense purposes. Gun owners had sought a preliminary injunction against the law, but the court's order denied the request, opening up the possibility of a review by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. 
The case is the latest in a series of legal challenges to state gun laws that have followed the U.S. Supreme Court's recent decision in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, which held that the Second Amendment protects the right to carry guns outside the home. Altria Group, a tobacco giant, is set to face trial on Monday in a lawsuit filed by the San Francisco Unified School District. The lawsuit accuses the company of contributing to a teen vaping epidemic, along with e-cigarette maker Juul Labs, Inc. The school district is seeking to force Altria to pay for the cost of tackling the problem, stating the teachers and staff, quote, have had to go to extreme lengths to respond to the ever-growing number of students using e-cigarettes on school grounds. Altria, which held a 35% stake in Juul from 2018 until earlier this year, faces thousands of similar cases from individuals, local government entities, and states. The San Francisco School District's case was chosen by the presiding judge as a bellwether or test case. Juul has since settled the school district's lawsuit and most of the similar claims against it, paying more than $1 billion to 48 states and territories and $1.7 billion to individuals and local government entities. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in the story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here on Monday. And until then, I want every light you can get poured onto that minimum competence. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.